0: Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Grace Aberhart from Newcastle. Would you like to introduce yourself and the origin story of your music?
1: Yeah, hello everyone. Um, My name is Grace Aberhart, I'm 22. I'm from Newcastle and I've pretty much been performing since I was like 12 or 13. Um, I started playing guitar and singing from a young age and started busking a lot. Like every weekend, My dragged my mom to take me busking um, until I started performing a bit more properly and like started a band in high school, went in some band comps and then started taking it a bit more seriously and really got into songwriting. And Now, here I am. <laughs> I've got a new band now and yeah, just working on my indie rock project at the moment, yeah what genre is your music? Yeah, I'd say for the most part, um, for my stuff is like indie rock kind of, um, pop-ish. Um, yeah, I'd say that's it, but I also write pop songs, like very pop songs. Um, I recently wrote a K-pop, um, song, which was really cool, and I also write neo-soul kind of you know, funky stuff as well on the side. I don't know, I like it all. I've got a lot of different hats, um, but my own stuff, I always kind of fall back into rock music for some reason. I don't know, it just happens, <laughs> I don't know. What is the defining
0: moment that you can remember where you decided that music was what you wanted to do as a career?
1: Um, I feel like I've always kind of known that I wanted to do music as a career ever since I started songwriting and I kind of started to see that I really enjoyed it and it was like my way to release, you know, all my feelings. And I don't know, I think, yeah, songwriting was really, it wasn't like a gig or anything in particular, but yeah, just songwriting in general just made me want to pursue it more and work on it and get better at it. So yeah, I'd say that.
0: What styles of music, I guess, artists, bands, that you, you've been listening to recently
1: uh at the moment i've been really enjoying this band called mama i think they're called i think it's just mama but um they just released this album and it is so so good like very cool like 90s inspired i listen to um snail mail at the moment and this band i just re- discovered called movements and a bit of soccer mommy she just released her new album really cool yeah i don't know if that's I've been listening to at
0: the moment. Yeah. Which bands and artists do you think influence your sound the most?
1: Uh, probably <laughs> the Veronica's. Um, I feel like they have, like, it's really weird. I feel like mostly my dad, he's a musician. He, a lot of his stuff seems like I write a lot of similar. Um, my melodies and, like, chord progressions stem from stuff that I feel like I grew up listening to him writing um, in similar style to his songwriting. Um, also, Snail Mail, I really enjoy their stuff. Um, the Story So Far and other pop-punk bands have kind of eased their way into, like, my songwriting at the moment. So I'm getting a bit more pop punky. Um, but, yeah, mostly, actually, I think, like, I grew up listening to, like, Hannah Montana and, like, I don't know, um, yeah, Hannah Montana and the Veronicas, and they've kind of, yeah, found their way into my songwriting at the moment, which is funny. Like, some of it sounds kind of Disney Channel in a way, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> what is your go-to album or song that you will always listen to on repeat?
1: Oh, like always, forever? Um, that's really tough. I don't know. Like, recently, I've just been playing, like, over and over again, Snail Mail's Valentine album. Just can't stop listening to that. But in the long term, I'm not really sure, actually, because I just listen to so many different genres. It's hard to, like, pin down different artists, but yeah. What
0: is your creative and recording process like? And do you have any advice for new bands and artists to refine their songwriting skills, and then also on the producing side as well.
1: Yeah, so for my creative like songwriting process, uh, I usually, when I'm starting a song, will write the chords and the melody first. And I don't think about lyrics, usually unless they come to me straight away. Um, so I usually just like sit on that for a few days, maybe leave it in a voice recording for a bit and come back to it. Um, Yeah, so I usually don't have lyrics straight away because I just hate writing lyrics. And they're like, that's why I don't finish songs half the time, which is really bad advice. Um, But yeah, yeah, like I just kind of have been recently. Yeah, just I usually just like have an idea, put it in a voice memo. And if I come back to it, then I know that it's kind of like what if it's stuck in my head, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Um, as for like producing and stuff, um, in my partner Healy, he has a little studio in our house. Um, so right a- across from our bedroom, we have this little music studio, um, and we do everything DIY and record, um, like kind of on the spot. Like I've been trying, I haven't been doing so many demos of recordings myself recently, cause I have this home studio now. So I'll just go in there and like sometimes write a song on the spot as well, which is really fun and just see where it goes in the recording process as well and like co-producing as well is kind of a thing I really love to do and writing new melodies and top lines um after I've written the most part like most of the song I like to go over it and add heaps of vocal harmonies and stuff but
0: yeah who has given Um, you the best advice in terms of succeeding in the music industry and just being yourself finding yourself as an artist
1: I'd probably say my parents have. Uh, they've always just encouraged, you know, creativity and music. And it was never like, never seen as like, you know, just gonna be a hobby or, you know, um, the voice just, yeah, given me the right tools and encouraged me from a very young age and taken me to all the gigs, um, bought me equipment if I needed it. Um, and just always like my dad's always given me songwriting lessons. Um, singing lessons because he's a really crazy good musician Um, so I've just had a good upbringing in terms of music and my mum's a visual artist as well so yeah it's just been really nice to be surrounded by art and music from a young age yeah. Who would you say has been the most
0: influential in allowing you to pursue that career in music whether it's you know being music teachers at school like you said your parents or other people in the local music industry
1: yeah um I guess like a lot of my friends have always really supported me as well like people I've met through school and uni and musician friends especially have always been like you know very supportive and like co-writing with people is also kind of a good way to get you know make friends and create music together always makes you feel inspired and you inspire each other to just keep pursuing a career that can sometimes feel like a little bit um i don't know depressing at times um putting your own music out there and stuff can be a bit hard and scary but yeah it's just good to surround yourself with supportive people and friends that also love music as much as you do yeah
0: What would you say you've done over the years to make sure that you're focused on creating the best music that you can, but also finding a balance between, you know, your friends, family, work, and other interests? I
1: don't know if I'm the best person to ask. Um, I, I don't know if I have that balance yet. I'm still kind of figuring that out because, you know, it's hard to be, like, working in retail, like, And then having putting time aside to want to be creative, even having that inspiration I find hard most of the time. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably the worst person to ask. But I try my best. But I'm also, like, an extreme perfectionist with my own music. So that's why it takes, I feel like, so long to produce and to um, even write songs. It's just, like, almost painful. Painful perfectionism is just stupid. Um, I think, like don't listen to me like anyone listening to this just finish your songs like <laughs> just keep writing and finish your songs because yeah i'm not the right person to ask but i'm trying <laughs> do you
0: have any interesting hobbies outside of your music
1: uh yeah i do a lot of visual art when i feel like it's paid up sorry my dog's barking all okay. good um <laughs> stop i do a lot of visual arts um Stop Pete. I don't know what he's barking at. It's like he's barking at me. Uh, I do visual arts and roller skating and sometimes skateboarding. But other than that, yeah, mostly just music. Yeah. If you could
0: put three albums in a time capsule for future generations to discover,
1: what would they be and why? Uh, I'd probably start with, there's this one album called The Night Fly by Donald Fagan that my dad showed me ages ago and ever since I heard it it's just like amazing you should listen to it um maybe to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar just because also amazing and uh maybe maybe like Talking Book by Stevie Wonder just because it's cool and amazing as well so yeah that's what I'd pick
0: (laughs) do you have any interesting stories about meeting celebrities
1: not really no i haven't really met many celebrities like not like big celebrities that would be interesting enough to talk about (laughs)
0: hopefully soon (laughs) yeah hopefully (laughs) what would you say
1: is being your favorite gig so far uh definitely i went to watch this band called noah um in sydney like would have been quite a few years ago but i was like I I don't know. I was just obsessed. Like, the whole gig, I just couldn't. I was right at the front, and I was by myself, and I was just like, because I didn't know anyone else who even listened to this band. So I was like, yep, I'm going by myself uh, to the front of the stage and just, like, was just, like, obsessed the whole time. They were so cool. They're just like this electronic duo sometimes, but then they had a full band show, which was just insane. Um, Or it could also be on equal like level is when I saw Jacob Collier for the first time he came to Sydney um he was just incredible but yeah I also saw him the second time it was also really cool at the opera house but the first gig was immaculate yeah
0: (laughs) what is your favorite venue to play at
1: uh probably the Cambridge in Newcastle um it's pretty fun the sound's always pretty good there um yeah it's pretty chill I've had probably the most like fun gigs there I'd say like because I've been playing there probably since I was like yeah 2018 yeah hopefully it doesn't shut down
0: yeah hopefully (laughs) I'll pray to the Cambridge gods right now what is your latest release and how is that recording and producing process for it
1: yeah um my latest song that I released was called X Again and I actually initially started writing that song for somebody else. Um, so I was writing top line like melodies for a producer in Korea um, for a k-pop artist and I wrote that top line, like the melody and I was just like, this is so cool like it was a pop song. it's completely different. And he never ended up using it and they never ended up selling the song. So I was just like, well, it's mine. So uh, I'm just rearranging it into just change the chords, just made it into this like hot rock song, I guess you'd call it. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went from there and just added some new sections and expanded it a bit. Cause I, d- I think it only had like one proper verse and a chorus and I just repeated it in the demo. But um, it's really cool to listen back to the original one because it's so, so different. But I'm really glad that I just decided to take it back, because I was like, this is is some of my best work. I don't know. (laughs) At the time, I was pretty proud of it. So yeah. And then for the producing part of it, yeah, just in our little studio, me and Healy recorded everything. I did all the guitars, bass, tracked vocals in there. Um, And then he did all the producing, mixing, mastering, which is really cool, a little power couple. and yeah, so it was really awesome to, I think that was the first proper, I was the second proper song we'd recorded that will, was kind of my rock stuff. Um, and it was awesome to just like, I hadn't had that much time in the past to sit down and actually write out vocal harmonies and get the perfect takes for everything. Because usually, you know, you're paying a lot of money for studio time. And I wasn't stressed at all. So it was just a lot more like having all these better ideas. And yeah, it was a very awesome process. And now we've got an EP's worth of songs that just pretty much need um, mixing and mastering and then they'll be out in the world, which will be really exciting <laughs> in a similar kind of uh, genre to X again. Yeah.
0: What is your dream venue that you want to play in Australia and then also overseas if you do get to tour one day?
1: Yeah, um, I don- honestly don't know. Like, I want to play at festivals and um, mainly that kind of stuff. But there's probably heaps of venues that I could put, want, like, eventually want to play at in Australia. Um, overseas, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably yeah, so many good places as well that I can't even think of right now. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have any specifics. But you know, you watch like people playing it, really cool places and you're like damn I want to do that (laughs) eventually but hopefully yeah not really anything specific
0: what does the rest of the year look like for you and your music
1: the rest of the year hopefully um I haven't done a gig in a while just because been super busy and just haven't circumstances haven't allowed for gigs at the moment because everyone's sick all the time um, however, hopefully can release my EP and start gigging more and yeah, I just want to do heaps of gigs and release. And after I have the EP released, I have so many more songs that I want to record, so I don't know how long this is all going to take, but hopefully by the end of the year I'll have it out, <laughs> <Yeah>. at least. <laughs> but it feels kind of like never ending because I've been chopping and changing, like I'll finish a song and I'm like... Just starting to write a new one, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going on the EP. Like recently, I started writing this new song, and I had five songs picked out for the EP. I was like, nope, scrap the other one, but I was like, no, we can't do that. We can't do that because like, I'll never finish it. So I'm just trying to respect old me and just go with what I had. <laughs>
0: no. but yeah. is is there any new music coming soon before that EP?
1: So like a well, hopefully new single I'll- or something. Hopefully I'll have, like, yeah, I think I want to do one single off of it as a release beforehand, but I haven't picked that out yet. And I'd also like to do a music video eventually. But, yeah, it's just a lot of planning I you will do. <laughs> but, yeah, it's hard.
0: <laughs> what is a song or album recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that's been released by a band or artist from the local Newcastle music scene?
1: I got two um (laughs) that's allowed (laughs) yeah two songs that's kind of yeah um i'd go daft lemonade and chloe gills die alone so yeah they're amazing both of them amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) um well it's been great chatting with you today grace thank you so so much to have you on the podcast and um congrats again on your win
1: thank you thank you yeah thanks so much for having
0: me yeah good luck with the upcoming ep release and i'm sure your fans are eager to see you again at a gig and they'll definitely yeah be thank there you. to
1: support you so yeah i can't wait thank you so so much
0: yeah. um make sure to follow what's new on the scene on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. You can also listen to the episodes on um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Anchor. The link is in the bio on Instagram and Facebook, and you can look forward to some more interviews coming soon from Season 4. We've been What's New on the Scene. See you next time.